Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. Just about eight o'clock on the dot on a beautiful, freshly rained over day. Last night around, oh, getting close to supper, started to rain. The table was set outside. So I took the initiative. It was like we had a, an awning, you know, covering, but we were 15. So we moved it inside the dorm, which there was a room for it. And so I was like, fuck, let's do it instead of sitting around. And so we had a interesting, nice, nice dinner. The the monks cooked a big pot of uh, pasta for us. And uh, multinational, we had uh, Slovenian, Czech Republic, German, French, Spanish, Italian, uh, Colorado Spring. <laughs> Actually, Texas too. She, I guess she grew up partly in San Antonio, so it was kind of funny talking about uh, local Texas things. Cute little thing. She's into moss. Kind of, she got a scholarship in Sweden to study this particular moss. Anyway, she's uh, interesting, very scientific mind. So I had a had a bunch of little chat uh, yesterday with uh, I call her the angry lady, this Italian gal. The other one called her the moss lady, but uh, she's uh, she's actually an Italian living in Sweden. But my goodness, you could feel that the flames coming out of her eyes. She was like, whatever it is that you pissed at. <laughs> I feel sorry for the next guy who is going to fall in love with you. <laughs> He's in for quite a beating. Anywho, but we talked for a while and... Uh, you know, kind of like the second Italian woman in today that I see. And uh, I think people are just confused, frustrated, you know, impatient. Lots of emptiness. And, you know, of course, on the Camino, you you, you can forget, but you don't realize that, uh, uh, you know, there's more of it and you see it more which in regular life, it's something that's more hidden. Yeah, people just don't, they don't share that. And then here, you're more, you're, you're more skin deep, more sensitive. So, and uh, it was very, very nice. You know, a very quiet day. I will call it definitely my, my day off yesterday. So, plan to keep moving. I met this fellow, so I arrived early. And then normally the albergue opened at 3, but I had found out two days before that, uh, you know, it's like, hey, I can, you know, the keys in the door, and yeah, because you don't, you don't have a handle outside the, the door of the albergue. And so I, you know, I arrived early. And I let myself in. I met a uh, brother, uh, Hamon, and uh, but he has Alzheimer. Actually, I was told about that, but you know, I introduced myself, and you know, and then I was going to go to to the albergues. 
and then uh, Antonio actually. I saw brother Antonio who was a little kind of like hmm, putchy face when he saw me. And uh, basically, I used my very nicely diplomatic skill to tell him, say, well, you know, I'm sorry, I, you know, I got here, so brother Hamon and introduced him, you know, and told him I was going to go in the albergue. And then he was, of course, it, went, it was just fine after, because I was there, you know, about three hours before the, the actual check-in time. But there was no, uh, I mean, it was not like it was more of a technicality, because it didn't change anything. The, the place, the little shelter where we were, is where you had the fridge, the microwave, and you had the bunk beds, and the one bed that was not a bunk bed, which I will always go for. And so, which was fine, you know. And then I'd find the shower, which was in a different location. So I'd already taken care of business. My laundry was hanging, and I was just getting ready to have a nice chill time. And so, definitely, well, quite a bunch of people showed up, you know. You just uh, never know. Uh, but I was fine, you know. There were actually uh, two, one older French couple and two older French ladies that ended up sharing the the place where I was, plus a Spanish cyclist. I call him uh, El Segoviano. <laughs> he was showing me this aqueduct over there. You know, a sweet guy. And, uh, but yeah, with the French people, it was like I could tell. Like yeah, nothing was going to happen there. <laughs> it was very ground bound, and I'm just too much of a city goose uh, in that part of the Camino, at least, and not interested in uh, talking about stone topics. Well, there was just another connection, actually. It's not even necessarily about what was talked about, because it's not like when I was talking to. Uh, oh shit, well, I call it the moss lady. You know, it's not like there was an amazing conversation either. But it was an enjoying, you know, an enjoying banting between the two, which was funny because, you know, I ended up bringing some stuff from what I'm reading about sapiens, again, which I'm really enjoying. But it's just so funny that there's some stuff I was able to keep up in a conversation. And I realized, I guess I'm assimilating enough, you know, him talking about the Neanderthals, the Homo sapiens, and, and then their rise, and anyway, genetic, and... You know, which is really hilarious. I know a couple of drops, a couple of grains of sand about the topping, and somehow I'm, I'm, I'm able to to hold my own. Maybe I'm more of a sophist than I think I am, you know? I think I'm more of a stoic, but I may have I may be a funny blend of things. Because I do, depending on where I'm at, I can argue, I can debate and... Uh, the information, the knowledge, is not possibly the most important thing to be able to debate. I think it's it's really not that. It's more of an energetic kind of back and forth. Anyhow, so, uh, but yeah, plenty of chill time. I took a little stroll on a different kind of a path, of course, away from the Camino yesterday. It was nice. Uh, on the way back, they were four, four young Spaniards. I don't know what the heck they were doing there. You know, there's nothing uh, to speak of. Oh, and here I'm going by the little stream of water. Very, very beautiful. Different, actually, when you don't have the sun. It's really, really glorious when you have the sun, but still beautiful. 
and uh, they offered me uh, a whiff to take a take a puff of uh, the joint. I'm assuming that they were smoking. I was like, thank you very much, but uh, I'm good. So very, very nice. And like Buen Camino. Anyway, sweet guys. Very noisy, which was funny. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing here? This is a monastery. There's nothing else. I don't know what they were doing here, actually. I don't know if they took a hike there or what. Anywho, but they were having fun. You know, doing their things, talking about monkeys and, I don't know, some kind of trouble. I a little bit paid attention to what they were saying. Anyhow. Oh, I'm sorry. So I met this guy when I got to the albergue before the brother Anthony came in to let me know the chicken was three o'clock, not noon. And uh, so I talked with this guy and turns out he's a volunteer in Bilbao. And this albergue, which was closed, just reopened two days ago. And so I'm like, well, all right, that's where I'm going when I'll be in Bilbao tomorrow. And then there, I know the next two days because there is another one where I ask him for suggestion as to, you know, a good place to stay, you know, outside of the, the official uh, stops to avoid the crowd type deal. So Pobenia, Pobenia, I think it's called Pobenia. If I'm not mistaken, that's the next one after uh, Bilbao. And then after that, uh, well, we'll see, it doesn't matter. I I know one thing for sure, Amandi, which is the town before uh, you end up making the, uh, make the split. Instead of uh, heading to Santiago, I'll be heading to Oviedo. And there's this albergue that I didn't get a chance to stop at last, uh, last year, that when I met a German gal that was doing it on a... Was she doing it on a bicycle? I think she was. She highly recommended it. So I wanted to go, but they were closed for personal reason. So in a way, I'm kind of looking forward, but uh, I'm not sure there won't be many, many much more after that. So then it's going to be, you know, Possibly if I can find a grocery store in a town. If not, you know, hopefully I will keep trying to stay away from the cities. So I can still hold my groceries and find a place with a fridge and a microwave. And then uh, go on my merry way. The night was quiet. Barely heard somebody. Barely initiating kind of a little snore, but nothing came out of it. Uh, woke up before the alarm about half an hour. Felt kind of almost weird about having an alarm, you know, when you are sleeping with all those people. But I do want to. Uh, I don't want to do the thing that I'm doing. Oh, and we had a cat. We had a very friendly cat. Uh, put her. I think it was her. I'm not sure, but I think it might. I think it was. Anyway, she stayed on my lap. Very, very sweet. Kept me company for quite a while. I was out doing my yoga and meditation this morning. It was a beautiful morning to do it. And uh, uh, she stayed on me. Well, not during the meditation, but once I started to do the languages, 
So, that was nice to have that cat around. Uh, I have such a sweetness coming out of me for animal and even more so uh, for cats. Something too cute with uh, Irene. Oh, I forgot her name, Ariana. I think Ariana is the name, the, the angry the angry lady. Lady's kind of almost a misnomer. Uh, the angry gal. Here we go. The angry gal. Spoke very good English. Uh, some French, some Spanish too. And of course, she's Italian. But uh, it was kind of interesting being around that. And not to really be faced by uh, by that kind of strength and that energy. Or what I called angry energy. It cracked me up, actually. Anywho. And uh, she, I don't think she's a morning person. And of course, uh, even more so after my my yoga and meditation and the language, uh, I, I get pretty pumped. I'm pretty jacked. And, you know, I had a very nice coffee this morning. So and I'm pretty sure my energy can be uh, <laughs> uh, overwhelming or annoying disrupting for some people who just start nice and slow I can appreciate that anyhow I don't know if you can hear lots of birds uh, it's a beautiful fresh morning uh, well, a bunch of clouds uh, which of course after the rain of last night you know if the Sun really peeks through it will get humid and a little steamy but uh, I think the next few days, actually, are going to be pretty cool. You know, it's uh, one of the things about being in that part of Spain instead of Vieja Plata. So I'm getting a, a wide range of weather pattern here. And it's very, very, very cool here. Very enjoyable. Anywho. So what... I'm sure you can tell I'm pretty pumped going up again. Of course, it's a lot of up and down here. But it's wonderful. Really, really beautiful part. So, my little diary entry. What? Uh, is there anything else? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe that's, uh, I guess I've been getting used to, you know, having those long stretch of recording. And, uh, okay, this morning, that's going to be it for now. Great. I'll leave it at that. Wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful day, wherever you are. Oh, one last thing. Maybe I've mentioned it. I don't remember, but... Just in case, you know, or Silas Moscas. Uh, I had a weird surge. Then again, everything is relative, but from one day to the next in a podcast, it was just, uh, I don't know, like eight or nine subscriber. And I think I mentioned it because it just felt weird. I definitely felt 
you know, a little part of me, my ego, being like, oh, look, Anthony, they like you. They're interested in you. So I was aware how, you know, I was getting a little high out of it. And uh, and that's pretty much, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, possibly all of them, because I'm, I'm back down to about nobody, <laughs> which is uh, business as usual. Okay, where are we? I think I'm going here. Yeah. But it was interesting to be like, first, I was like, how did that happen? So it must have been somebody who, uh, who must have discovered my podcast somehow and maybe referred it and uh, people downloaded a bunch of them. And then slowly but surely, they faded away. But it was interesting. Because, you know, when I, you know, I listen to my podcast, there's this guy from Sicily who lives in Austria that I, I like. I, I like uh, because he's doing the contextual uh, Italian, meaning he brings topics that he enjoys, that he likes to talk about, and does some research. And, you know, with some well-articulated Italian, basically, nice and slow, which... Actually, I have to accelerate the pace because it's uh, too slow for me uh, by now. I want a little more challenge. And, uh, you know, of course, now there's subscription. So, you know, people, a bunch of people, I think when they start to get some traction, or maybe even from the beginning, their idea is to, to create something that they could generate some income out of. And... Uh, then it's kind of cliche because I have uh, listened to so many podcasts, you know, even the ritual that I just got rid of because it was feeling like it was fucking gossip that it was becoming. It was like, you know, and nothing wrong with the podcast. It was just like, yeah, no, it's it's not uh, it's not for me. Who knows? I may come back to it. You know, I may have some few guests that actually will really enjoy listening to, but I'm subscribed. But, uh, yeah, just uh, seeing sometimes some of that evolution uh, of the people kind of, uh, and then, the, you know, then you become a salesman, you know. And, uh, of course, it's one of the, the thing about this podcast, you know. The, of course, my intention is completely different, and there is nothing wrong with what those guys, Simone is the name of the guy. There is nothing wrong with what the guy is doing. You know, it's good for you. You know, you do what you're doing. If it makes you happy, if it's what your heart desires, go out, my man. Have at it. But there's a part of me that kind of like, when I sense that, it just feels irritated because a sense of uh, not a con, but just, you know, that you're doing something for something else, a quid pro quo type deal. It is, you know, it's... The absence of this uh, genuine offering. And, uh, and of course, that's also part of why that was one of the reasons why I started to do this podcast, which was, uh, you know, I, I always find it annoying when you have the sponsors and fucking doing advertising on a podcast, you know, because it didn't start at all like that. But, you know, as it became viable... More people joining, and so business formula. And I'm sure now you have a, you have an entire industry, because I'm sure it's a, still exponentially growing. I think the potential of podcast is quite big. So, 
So, you know, I think at the beginning, possibly, you know, it was really more done. It was more of a fun thing. You know, it was exploring and it was like, huh, it was, it's such an easy thing to do. And whoever you are, if there was actually somebody who is doing more than just downloading and, and storing my podcast, maybe listening to them that, you know, if there is something that, you know, spike your interest, you could look into that. It is so easy to do. You really, I'm not joking, in less than half an hour, you could make your, easily, less than half an hour, you could do your first recording and, you know, and then you can evolve as you would evolve doing it. And in my case, I've evolved and devolved, you know, but you can, you can take it all the way to wherever you want to be. Uh, but uh, I still think it's a beautiful thing. I really, really enjoy it. Of, uh, you know, practicing self-expression, venting, you know, uh, in a way that, uh, though it's not the same as if I'm just talking to myself, but it's definitely not the same as if I'm physically talking to somebody else. There is something that I find therapeutic. And sometimes things come up, you know, and and the idea of also as I'm talking, I pick up a topic to warm up or whatever, and then it ends up leading me to something completely different, you know, an unexpected location. And uh, that makes it very endearing to me. And obviously I've done a few by now. And uh, I do feel like at times... And I feel like the percentage of those recordings is maybe getting a little higher when it comes to flow, the flow state, where I'm not really thinking, where I'm really, as I'm blah, 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 sometimes it's like I'm warming up a muscle, and then this, oh, cute, a couple of cords here, a lot of young life in the spring, yeah? Yeah. Uh, When I feel, when I, well, not when I feel, but then I become aware that there is a space between what I'm saying and then what's coming next, and then how that's happening is changing. It's like I'm not thinking about it. It's like the words just appear, and I'm just aware of them early enough to then repeat them. Like somebody is dictating something to me. And often now, more and more, I think. I'm trusting it more to where I just say it and it doesn't matter. So, and that's definitely part of my big part of why I'm doing that to, to be here now and then to, to have that quality of presence and then uh, to have, of course, my mind is part of it, but very, very minimally. And it's more like a car, you know, it is, it, is, it is a vehicle, it is definitely a means to an end, but it's not what's important. But it seems to be an inevitable byproduct of what's needed for me to get to the place where I can connect, or I can feel connected, or I can become a medium for that part of me, which then spills out. And uh, when I feel that, to me, it's a beautiful thing. It does bring me joy. So, very, very grateful. Anywho, so I think that's a great place to leave it out. So, on that note, my friends, well, I'm wishing you a beautiful day. And uh, on the Camino, I'm sure I'll see you. 
Ultra ya. 